0: Hello, everybody! Dude, I don't even care how silly it sounds, I'm so excited to be back, I, you don't even know. I have missed this. Yeah. Like, obviously,
1: I, I, you know, I'm a podcast hound, I listen to, I I follow, like, 60
0: different podcasts. Wait, we're already doing it. Hey, welcome to Point of Origin, the show where we have our own brand new origin going on right now.
1: I'm sure everyone, if anyone bothered to think about us, was like, yeah, this podcast dead. Nope!
0: Yeah, just th- a very long unannounced hiatus. <laughs> it's not take two, but it's like uh, what was it, Lion King one and a half? I actually liked that movie. I, I know I saw it, I just don't remember was dumb, anything it was fine. about it. It was fine. I'm pretty sure it was like ninety percent fart jokes. Yeah, it's probably yeah, it why I don't remember, and remember it. Yeah, it's probably why I don't remember it. Anywho, the whole point with the uh, new origin joke is is actually literally we were just laughing to ourselves about how it's literally a completely new origin. We uh are in. A, New whole location for recording. We are using completely new uh, equipment, not just the microphone, but it's being recorded on new software on a new computer. We're watching it on a new TV. <laughs> the only thing that's the same is the DVD and my wet, dried that was, wrinkle. That was one of Troy's um, final gifts to you. I was knocking the
1: water off yep. on my on my uh, <laughs> DVD booklet. Yep. So
0: I'm Mel and I'm Liz. <laughs> It's been a long time. Why are you here? Why are you listening to us? We're ridiculous. (laughs) Listen, I'll be fair. Sometimes I just listen to our episodes. I I like listening to myself, but that's probably not a good thing. (laughs) That probably says more than I'd like about myself. I like to think I'm not an asshole slash narcissist, but if I like listening to myself and if I approve of my jokes, what does that say? Hmm. Hmm. Let's not delve into that. Let's not punch. Let's not poke that uh, Fair. Pop that bubble. There you go. What's my idiom? Insert idiom
1: here. (laughs) So yeah, we weren't planning on taking this long of a break. I know before we disappeared, we were slowing down on our episode release, but that was a variety of reasons to do with equipment. Oh Um, god, everything that was
0: slowly melting down.
1: Yeah, exactly. So (coughs) we should actually, with this renewal, get back to a normal, reliable schedule. Um, Liz has a computer all of her own to do editing on
0: now. It's not, yeah, it's not my boyfriend's, uh... Granted, it's a beautiful system. And it wasn't like I didn't have access to it, whatever I want, and so on, so on. However, it also had this thing where he, um, you know, liked to install updates without thinking about what he was doing to destroy all the edited audio files we forgot what one of the partitions was for something something with one of the uh one of the drives and all of a sudden literally it was already Mm -hmm. fucked up but i couldn't recover anything and it was just terrific
1: yeah that's the fun part so uh today we're actually going to be doing the end of season one episode 21 within the serpent's grasp uh and here's the fun part we've already recorded this yeah it's, we did it once before.
0: You had it pretty much completely edited, right? Um, almost entirely. It was about ninety-eight percent, almost entirely I edited. I was, I was, at the, I was at the final stages. I was, I, I was pissed. This is why I didn't work on. And like then three the weeks. computer destroyed it. So that, that was fair. a te- problem. Te- technically, I destroyed it when I overwrote the file that I didn't know was yeah. corrupted. <laughs> with the, sorry, that I didn't know was not corrupted. It was going to be my last final uncorrupted file with the now new corrupted file. <laughs> so again, that. Was on me for not having another backup. That was like the one. That's a lie. It was like third or fourth time I've done that. But this first time it came back to bite me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So we had that issue. Uh, then I was moving. Oh yeah, and then there was just like this little thing called the pandemic. Yeah,
1: and then we were <laughs> waiting to get you the new laptop, and yeah. I got a new mic, and it. And then it was just trying to, you know, actually set up and do this. But we're finally here. Yeah. We're finally ready to get back on this horse and knock this out, because
0: how else are you going to get me to watch Farscape? Again, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <Yeah. laughs> Seriously. It's going to be years, but it'll be fucking worth it. We're going to have to do this shit to get to that shit. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. All right. And on that note. So, um,
1: once again, <laughs> not that any of you have heard this, but, um...
0: Serpent's Grasp. Yeah. Time is not within our grasp.
1: Episode 21, Within the Serpent's Grasp. The synopsis is To stop the gold invasion, the SG 1 team disobeys orders and transports itself to the gold attack headquarters. Landing amidst preparations for an all out strike on Earth, the way home is blocked. Can the team avert disaster and save humanity?
0: No. End, end of show.
1: Yeah. It's a really short season. <laughs> Actually no. Well, short pe- short show. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. But it also, it's also a short season. I I talked about this before we started recording that I the problem is that we we labeled
0: the movie as episode 1, which we now regret so hard. So that we're always one number behind. <laughs> like, I remember the conversation several times that we had. were like, we'll be fine. We'll understand. We'll know the difference. We'll be able to remember. It's, well, this won't be an issue. It's not rocket science. Not and when yet. we take six months off. <laughs> nope, this has, like, li- literally never not been some slightly nagging issue.
1: Yeah. My problem was that it is. it is usually 22 episodes, not 21. So that also confused me. So it's not my
0: fault entirely. <laughs> But yeah, so I'm yeah. good. I managed to make it. I think I want to say. Well, I guess we'll find out in editing. I want to say I made it seven minutes before, before saying, but yeah, but yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll never know. Well, I, I don't know why I said we'll never know. You'll know. I'll know. I won't. I'd probably tell you. You'll probably edit it out. <laughs> you're like, I never said that. No. I don't know what, you're talking about. what are you talking about? What are talking about. I was amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm flawless. <laughs> uh, that was
1: the synopsis, and we're going to go ahead and go watch it now. Cool. Um, because we basically said it. It's been so long. Fuck it. We gotta do it all over again. Fuck it. It's gonna be a more or less
0: fresh take at this point. Yeah. I barely not, remember I'm, what's going I'm on. I'm not gonna consult notes from six months ago and expect to have any I can't find them. <laughs> I, I knew where they are, I just didn't bother. I said, fuck it. So, I have this one that I'm using for notes, even though it's really not meant for that, and it's gonna be interesting format-wise. Huh, the
1: inside of that's really weird.
0: I know, I don't understand I, what the I point actually, of it was. I
1: totally get it. Okay. I don't
0: need another notebook, the don't point tempt is, me. The point is, the point we have, have our note-taking i full of notebooks, yes? Yes, yes, yes. The point is, we're good. I have my... You have your sick-ass mouse. I have my sick-ass mouse. you right. I've been mean, using my fucking touchpad. You might have my sick-ass mouse right there next to it. You fools. Yeah. Well, it sounds like me. Okay. Are we going to do this thing? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's do this thing. Go and watch it. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. Like, we definitely did... It was a good idea to rewatch it, right? Because mm-hmm. it was definitely... It's been too long. Shock. Kill surprise here. But there is a difference between... A six-month period of not seeing it in, in like a decade, because I definitely remembered. Oh, that yeah, okay. So this 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 whole episode was very anticlimactic to me because it just yeah, like, this was much more like rote. We definitely noticed a couple of things we didn't last time. Yeah, around. well, that's the thing
1: is they kind of afforded that for us too. And there's at least one discussion that we never even had this time around that we did last time. Yeah, what's, what's that? It was about the costuming, and I don't remember enough about it. I think it was about how much midriff the women in the retinue were wearing, uh, yeah. wearing, were showing. Right. Which is funny, because, like, it didn't happen this time. And then we even watched the costume featurette. <laughs> we're just
0: so over it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, for the most part, the costumes are fine. They just really like to show women's midriffs in...
0: It's almost as if they subconsciously regard women as objects.
1: Hmm. Right.
0: All right, so oh, um,
1: this is episode twenty-one. Is it? <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> sorry. Within right. the serpent's grasp. It was written by James Crocker. Yeah, his one and only contribution to the show.
1: And the teleplay is by Glassner, uh, and it's directed by David Wary
0: Smith. I'm wary of this guy. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm, I hate myself. Especially I literally his directing was fine. I hate myself. Um, I mean, the directing, honestly, depending, it comes down to whether or not some of those little details were up to him. Or the writer. Or the writer, or it was, like, the continuity person who was like, hey, this should happen. I I, I could see it being him. Mm-hmm. And if it was, great. But I need the more shots examples, honestly. The were terrible. Yeah, I would just, I would need They weren't, like,
1: oh my god.
0: But they weren't bad. Yeah. So, like,
1: they're a fine director. Yes. They, yeah,
0: it was, it was cool. It was fine. It was not, it was decent. It's
1: weird to have like this guy come out of nowhere to do the season finale, though. Yeah, I'm not really sure. And Glenn I know the teleplay was by Glasner, so you at least had one of the the mainstays like dictating what the story was. But it's still odd, just for the opening and the closing. You really think you should have
0: someone that like? But and it, uh... it, it it wasn't weak for it. James uh... Parker did a fine job. Yeah, I mean, again, this is probably just because it's been. For me, I've seen this episode how many freaking times yeah. to begin with, mm-hmm. so on, so on, so on, and to, and today, I by today's standards, I've seen so much good shit. I'm kind of a little desensitized. Yeah. So if this was like this big sweeping thing back then, I don't see it now. But that's just because I'm jaded. I crap. would argue that the season
1: opener for season two that finishes the storyline is much better. There's a lot more drama in that one.
0: I genuinely cannot remember. Space Monkey? That made it so much worse. What? <laughs> Part where uh, they basically
1: have to leave Daniel on that ship?
0: And I he know has I've to seen drag episode. himself to a sarcophagus.
1: Um, nope, I still got nothing.
0: It's fine. Who cares? They'll, hey, you know what? It'll come back to me. It's been a while
1: since I watched it, so I don't even want to argue that it's like better but it's definitely got more dramatic tension in it. The The thing is, I understand where they're going with by having this be the first part of a story. Mm-hmm. Like, they want the, the drama of a cliffhanger. Right. The problem is, by having it be one of a two-parter, and the second parter is the opening for the next season, you leave all of the build-up with no delivery.
0: Right, that's, like, the whole point.
1: Yeah, but mm-hmm. usually
0: when you have a two-parter, both episodes happen side by side. Well, unless they're doing this exact thing, which is unfortunately you have like shit tons of stuff. This happens all the time. It shows that do that as part of an incentive for a network to finish it to bring it back yeah, for a oh, second season but totally it doesn't pan understand. out and then you have tons of shows and yeah, then shitty cliffhangers because of the
1: fact that it's a first season I understand like really pushing needing a cliffhanger right. especially because the cliffhanger is the gold are about to attack and destroy earth like that's a pretty big cliffhanger but, like, I'm saying, because I was basically on the point of, like, that this, the first episode of season two has got more dramatic tension. Mm-hmm. Because all you've been do- doing is building up to when all of the falling action happens in the second episode. So you don't get any of that in this episode. So it's all just build right. up.
0: Right. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I, I'm not disagreeing yeah, with no, you. I'm just explaining my side of it. Yeah, yeah. no, you're good. Yeah,
1: you're, I can't. Now, neither of us are disagreeing. We're both talking about two different things in a
0: line. Wait, what? Us doing that? What? Not. What? Not. Okay, cool. All so. Right, so, let's actually talk about the episode itself instead of. <laughs> the... To be fair, we've been kind of doing that for once. A little bit, just in a wildly out of order. <laughs> what? Again, us? Okay, yeah, so. So, the
1: episode opens up with uh, Jack and Hammond talking about the shutdown in case you didn't watch
0: politics, which, if you didn't, I don't blame you. <laughs> And there's an episode that I, uh, sorry, a line that I freaking hate, which is, um, that stupid throwaway line of, I never realized how much paperwork went into shutting a place down. It's like, bull fucking shit. You know that. You are a general. You've shut Uh, down plenty of things. uh, No, not even that, but like, you know, hell, operating an elevator probably (laughs) involves three pounds of paperwork. You're probably used to just shit tons of unnecessary bullshit paperwork. That is a dumb line. Yeah. (laughs) That's the worst part about writing it's a like desk, because you have to deal with that It up with, like, a printer. <laughs> yeah, someone thought that was a clever opener. Like, it's like you know what's really fucking captivating? Xerox. So he's yeah, talking about the shutdown,
1: and Jack continues to argue against it, as he has been from the very beginning. And Hammond's basically like, look, I agree with you,
0: but I can't do anything about it. Stargate. Predicting the American government's response to the global pandemic. <laughs> 22 years early. I mean, government, does it
1: ever really change? No. <laughs> but yeah, so he's basically like, look, i talked to everyone. I did everything I possibly could to get this changed. I even talked to the president, who is his best friend, by the way.
0: <laughs> yeah, they had barbecue together and shit. Mm-hmm.
1: But nothing works. It's not going to happen. It's getting shut down.
0: And as a result, the human race is literally forfeit. Right? Well, let me rephrase. The source of this evolution of humanity.
1: Well, no, if is you remember correctly forfeit. from politics, uh, Dickhead's secretary or whatever, I don't remember his name, was basically like, I don't believe God, God would let, let that happen. happen. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. I can't believe I remember politics better than this episode, but it was so infuriating. That's why
0: we remember it so much better. Anywho. God, I hate politics. Both, like, the episode and politics itself. All of you. Speaking of things God would let happen because God doesn't Uh... exist. (laughs) Let me rephrase. (laughs) Speaking of of things that God would let happen because God definitely doesn't care about our small-ass problems. That meeting's done. Um nothing happened.
1: (laughs) It's basically, it's a reminder of the last episode, really. That first opening scene is, hey, remember how in politics we said, we're closing down. None of us are happy about it, but it's not gonna change. It's closing down. So then we go to Jack meeting up with the team and talking about the issue again, and Daniel keeps pushing the whole, I went to an
0: alternate universe, and everyone's like, come on, Daniel. (laughs) Yes, see, here's the thing. No one gives a fuck, and we're all gonna die. Because he's basically like, "Look, we can
1: prove that it's true by going to the coordinates I got." They're like, "No, we can't because the gate's closed down, Daniel." (laughs) Right. This is actually, I will give the writer uh, credit for this little scene because I like. It's a small thing, but I appreciate how, like, it, during the conversation, Daniel, like, how would you feel if we don't go check on it and then you find out that it it is the case and, you know, and they attack and we could have done something about it. After Daniel says that to Jack, Jack kind of, like, turns around and is, like, grabbing his head, like, ugh, like, agonizing or whatever. Like, he's got his back to the team as the team keeps talking about the issue or whatever. They're basically like, oh, well, if it's a gate that isn't on the, um, cartouche, then... The gold wouldn't uh, expect any sort of attack to happen, which means, and Teal'c says, we could have, we could do a uh, medical attack. A medical attack. A medical attack would work. And then Jack, at that moment, turns back around and says, it's a surgical surgical attack, and I would feel like an idiot. Other discussion has happened since Daniel asked Jack how he would feel about that, but Jack has been... Thinking on it this whole time, right. so like he finit he ants he fixes teal's mistake because haha alien, right.
0: yeah as I wrote down yeah it's because it's always time for the uh, confused alien trope that never gets old. This is always appropriate. <laughs> so he finishes that
1: and then answers Daniel, and it's just a, it's a small little dialogue thing, but I like it. No, it's because it's
0: quick because it's quick. Yeah, and it's natural and it, it sounds natural. Yes, I like it. it's part of that little bits of character development crap that it's just. Tiny stuff. It's little yeah. tiny shit. And I will say, like, this
1: is actually a pattern for this episode. This episode does a really good job of, like, while something is happening in the forefront, something else is happening in the yeah. background that matters. So that does speak to directing, I think, more. Yeah, for so me, if, it just feels like no ob- background stuff is usually a director. Yeah.
0: Because again, continuity goes But the dialogue so thing would be the writer. So yeah. I think both of them did a decent job in this episode. Dialogue could be continuity too, because as Misha Collins um, said in a con- convention video once, that at one point he was um, improvising so much that a continuity person came over and told him to stop. <laughs> that's fair so like the dialogue can do, and does organically change during filming so that doesn't necessarily say anything that scene really feels like
1: it was scripted to be
0: right that way. well i mean like, yeah I'm no i get for like other dialogue stuff. No. yeah i just don't notice a yeah we can't know unless yeah. we ask them but right. we can make assumptions <laughs> <laughs> and if they can remember what it was 22 years ago
1: yeah right i god for one episode from that long ago uh,
0: yeah. yeah yeah so yeah.
1: basically they decide okay we're going to do the coordinates <laughs> We're right. going to go against the rules, we're all gonna get in tactical black outfits,
0: and break the rules, and go through the gate. Do that thing that if this were to happen in real life, shit would go down so differently. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they go through, um, and Because they, there's very little, obviously, involving- there's very little security, as it turns out, preventing them from going through. Yeah, which I pointed out, A- Jack is second in command,
1: so he's got a lot more it access it, to things. It can make equal sense to me while also being
0: equally oh, irritating. Oh,
1: no, no. <laughs> no, it's... Fu- but then I also said, Hammond's probably, like, making sure everyone right. is on the other end. Because this is not the first time he's been like, Look, Jack. Wink, wink. I can't do anything to help you, Jack. Wink, wink. So I'm gonna be on the other side of the, um, complex... While you are not doing this thing that I told you, you are not allowed to do, wink, wink.
0: (laughs) What, What kills me the most is the fact that they are able to go through this because of one specific detail. This thing's been shut down. It's covered up with a sheet, right? And yet, for some fucking reason not only are those buffers still attached, they're still feeding it raw power. They are. <laughs> and have been consistently... And I can't remember what the, di- what the, you know, number was, but it was a shit ton of fucking power that thing takes. So that's been hooked up this entire goddamn time for some reason, and just waiting for them to mm-hmm. do this. Now, you could say that, let's say that you're going with the theory that Hammond was, like, you know, helping things along, maybe yeah. he flipped a switch. I still feel like that goes back into my original argument. This is a little irritating then in, ter- in terms of redundancy, because how... Why was it that easy to just flip this power back on? Because, again, this is not like, you know... Flipping your lamp back on. Here's the thing. This is feeding here's a gigantic fucking thing.
1: wormhole holding device. We saw this happening in politics as much as I don't like politics. And we didn't see it in this, but to be fair, we barely spent any time in SG-1 before we left. Mm-hmm. It might have still had power because they were still wrapping things
0: up. Granted, I, I, I'm i not saying also, that, that wouldn't Also, they be were possible. saying
1: they were going to send right. teal back home. Yeah. So yeah. that's why it still has right. power. See,
0: that's the thing. And I was thinking that too, but what, what kind of just threw it more towards the like rrr, 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 argument for me was just the fact that it was covered up with a sheet. No, no, I get, you. no, I agree. Because yeah. that definitely tells you that it's out of commission. Like, hey, Teal, guess what? The ship sailed, now you're stuck. Although to be fair, uh, when the show started, it was covered in a sheet and people could still dial in. Right, but the sheet does t- kind of say something about the military's intent to not go yeah, through. Yeah. You don't cover something up with a sheet unless you're not going to deal with it for a while. Like, hey, they were we wouldn't co- want to get. we wouldn't want to get this expensive failure dusty. They were covering it up in a sheet so they wouldn't get Jack and Daniel upset if they saw it. There you go, right?
1: Like you, you do cover with a up pet. Like, like, or like a like, like, yeah. yeah,
0: seriously. Just shh.
1: It's so not yeah. there. Object permanence doesn't right? exist. Exactly. We don't have a gate, guys. Stop so, yeah. arguing with me. There you go. It's that kind of feeling. <laughs> yeah, so the j- team goes through. They come out in a dark room with shipping grates. And this is a moment where I was like, hey, this is great background setup with continuity. Mm-hmm. Where in the foreground, you have Sam and Teal'c and Jack, like, talking about the crates and opening them up and finding our Zats, our beautiful Zat Nicotels. Or as I fondly call them, the gun of
0: convenience. <laughs> <laughs> They're the gun of convenience.
1: They do. It's beautiful. I love the gun of convenience. You know
0: what? You can't solve the situation you wrote yourself into? That's cool. The Zat will solve it. Hey, it's a sleek-ass looking gun. I love it. There's a reason why I used it as a sound effect in this, even though it didn't make sense until this episode. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. For anybody who's brand new to it for any reason as if they would give a shit but the point is that let's say there were somebody who noticed this sound effect noticed that it didn't correlate with any of the episodes they were watching up until this point and were kind of confused as to why the fuck it was making a presence surprise it's surprise it's the sad it's great for transitions because it's the gut of convenience it <laughs> brings things together it stitches them together you get it it was a joke I was meta the entire time I'm, I'm literally not kidding I was been waiting for this moment God. I forgot to bring it up last time you even know how mad I was at myself I was gonna bring it up for wow. literally the season well, 2 well there you opener. go so we need yeah, to do this <laughs> Happened, and then I forgot to write it down as a note, and I just oh, literally man. five seconds ago. We were really Amazing like, the light bulb moment I had where I was like, oh my god, manic glee. I was
1: like, I remember. So, yeah. This is when I noticed the like background stuff happening, and I was like, wow, this is actually really well, like directed or whatever. So, Sam and, and Tealik and Jack are having the conversation, finding the Zats, blah, 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 in the foreground. In the background, not talked about, you just see it happening in the background. Daniel goes to the dialing devoi- device, dials home, sends the mount back through home. That happened in the background. This
0: is all just demonstrating the woeful lack of security that's on these gold ships, by the way. Mm-hmm.
1: That's happening in the background, so that later on, when they're like, okay, this is a closed room, you know. Why
0: what is else there this gonna... thing? Yeah.
1: There's like a noise that happens. Teal'c starts
0: to say, hey, we should break. And then like everyone just gets thrown forward. Which, once again, Teal'c, you begin with the word <laughs> brace. Because <laughs> you know what that conveys? That you should Brace. You know why? Because something that's going to make you want to brace is coming. Mm-hmm. You don't need to know anything more. Brace tells you
1: everything you need to know. I like to believe Teal'c is so slow every time because he thinks it's funny <laughs> to see
0: this. Song. I mean, granted, I would do that. Yeah, same, same. But I'm an asshole. Mm-hmm.
1: You, you think Teal'c's not an asshole
0: I think sometime? he's a sweetheart.
1: He's sweet, but he's on SG-1.
0: All of SG-1 are assholes sometimes. I I, I don't know if this would be the time for Tilk to be demonstrating his asshole nature. You know what? It is a little early. Their their home planet's in danger. You know what? It'll break the tension. (laughs) Everyone falling on their face. A broken nose or two. (laughs) Maybe a basilar fracture. Yeah, so um, they
1: all fall. Sam's like, that felt like a planetary shift. Jack's like, hey, Daniel, dial back home. And this time, when Daniel tries to dive back in, it doesn't work.
0: Planetary shift? Yeah, that's what she says. She says planetary mm-hmm. shift? Mm-hmm. She says planetary shift. I wrote it down. That's a weird... Really? mm mm-hmm. Wow. I have, I have self-corrected that for years because that does not make sense. That's what she says. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? I don't know. <laughs> they thought they were on a planet. It moved. Okay, That's sorry. what she thought. Continue. It's not that I'm not going to listen. I just need to literally Google something. <laughs> Oops! One second, my computer apparently is letting me know that it's virus and threat. Great, thank you. Bye. <laughs> but
1: yeah. So she. So they try and dial home again. It doesn't work. And Daniel points out the fact. Hey, when I tried dialing earlier, it worked. So that was just a nice callback to something that wasn't in the foreground. Like they could have wasted our time and been like really annoying. By having that be in the foreground, like, hey, Daniel, dial back, send them out back home. But they've been on so many missions by now that that's a thing that you have to do. It doesn't need to be discussed. Yeah. So it happened in the background. No, you're but right. But they talk it's about it later. Seamless. It's
0: really good. I yes. like it. I appreciate it. Go ahead and talk about your plan of action. To be fair, though, uh, to, uh, what you're saying, it does demonstrate beautifully a season's worth of you know character team development. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I haven't even gone to the part where I define this because literally the first fucking thing that came up was Reiki and the planetary shift in consciousness. I just, I lost it That's it's (laughs) fucking Reiki, which is that shit where they don't even touch you. It's like massage, but like, no, I'm just touching Uh your energy. Like, I I can't. I'm sorry. And the next one is all, yep, no, the next one's all about soul perceptivity, Okay, so I'm thinking planetary shift is not the correct word that the writer meant to use here, and somehow this got past several layers of editing. Well, that is this was his first episode, so this he didn't know the lingo. <laughs> thing. This is not a thing. Oh my, oh my god, my synchronicity started. I can't, I can't, I'm losing my,
1: I can't. It doesn't exist, we're good. Okay, so after while they're trying to figure out why this isn't working more, uh, they hear, like... Noises coming from a wall that they thought was, like, totally closed. And then it opens! Mm -hmm. Hey! This isn't a totally enclosed room. There's a door there that's hidden. Jaffa come in. They all hide behind um, different crates. Two on either side of the room, basically. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And as they're, like, quietly waiting for the Jaffa to deliver this crate and open up and have this fear rise up and hover in the air in front of the gate... Daniel glances across and realizes as soon as they walked in, he took his fucking goggles off and just dropped them on the ground. Right. And on one hand, it's funny because, like, they have, like, this dramatic, like, him looking over and looking at it. Nothing happens because of it. Nobody looks. No one sees it and goes, what is this? Did Jafal leave after delivering the sphere?
0: Walk back out, and Daniel immediately walks over and grabs it. <laughs> I didn't drop military equipment on the ground. What are you talking about, dude? That'd be me. I would like somebody would give me. Like, you, I'd be in the background of a shot, like playing with my pockets, picking at the C four, just being like, eh, hey, drop. <laughs> No one would give you c Because it would to blow up, right? Because it's just, because you know, plastic, That's it's designed to be, it's inert yeah. unless it's ignited. So, you know, it's meant to be molded and, you know, being able to, like, be dropped on the floor by a dumbass. But the point is, I would totally do it and be like... Oh my God! Just dropped some plastic explosive. going to pick that up. No one saw a thing. Put that back in the pocket. Just close that pocket up. Just that little double pat, to push. You know, to me always goes, and that's the pocket we don't touch. <laughs> that's the no no pocket. That is the no no pocket on the no no spot. The movie when he started yes. opening every yes. pouch. So- on the-
1: it's like everything in here, but sunscreen. <laughs> what is this?
0: Don't need this. I
1: don't need this. Just tossing. It. <laughs> it it's goes great to, that, like, the movie we see his disregard for military right? equipment, yes. and episode twenty-one of season is just, one,
0: disregard of military equipment. is some true continuity. <laughs> this is this. I'm a, I I think this was like a subconscious level for him. Just he knew in his heart of hearts this was the right decision for Daniel Jackson to make. Just what? <laughs> just nope. Fuck this. This isn't what I needed. This is not sunscreen. Yet again, not sunscreen. Just fucking- Well, Michael Shanks has, seems to
1: be in a war against having things on his face, so,
0: like. Whether that be sunscreen or, uh, glasses. Oh, my God. Okay, so. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, real quick. I was looking up trying to figure out what she might have meant instead, and the first thing under Faster Than Light is- bad face. <laughs> I just I cannot. I'm I'm losing it. One sec, I have to like try to get yeah, I got a screen cap of that. That was I need to figure out a way to post this. Our notes. numbers exploded. We gotta we gotta whatever, I have to post that, because that's funny as shit. Put on our Twitter thing.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Okay, anyway, moving on. Okay. So Tealk realizes hey, that's a door, not a wall. So now he knows how to get out. Mm-hmm. Cause <laughs> for some fucking reason their door remotes are little 3D hieroglyphs on the wall that you turn. <laughs> I don't know why they have to hide doors on their own attack ship. Right, okay. don't understand it, but okay. So they leave
0: the room. And they start doing, like, the stealthing down the hallways and shit. <laughs> yes, the, the stealthing is the best way to describe that, because it's very, um, it doesn't, it's not that it looks fake or any of that shit, it's just that it looks very much like actors doing a stealthing Oh, it's thing. exaggerated like, army stealth, stealthing. Stealth, stealth. Like and Kabuki, then and, and then Jack ninjas. does, like, the, yeah, the hand yeah. signals. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it looks very Halo. Good job. Not Halo. Uh, Rainbow Six. There you go. Rainbow S- Siege? I don't know. What the fuck is Tom Clancy something. I don't know anything about shit like that apparently we're good
1: Uh, meanwhile back at SG-1 you know Hammond is talking with Freddy and Walter about you know them going through and everything and Freddy's like hey SG-2 is ready to go through and get them and Hammond's like if you bring them back you're bringing them back to a court martial and Freddy's like I don't care we need to get them back
0: right I mean
1: he's not wrong yeah so Hammond's basically like look
0: I'll think about it. <laughs> he thinks about it for one scene, because
1: we have one more scene back on the ship and then it's back to SG-1. But then he
0: remembers he's, um, restrained by the confines of an episode, so... Yeah, he comes on back. He thinks about it
1: for two minutes. <laughs> but meanwhile, back on the ship, the team find a sarcophagus and then realize they're on a ship. <laughs> so then yeah, that conveniently. Yeah, which explains why they couldn't dial back, because the address has changed, because they're no longer on the planet that the address is attuned to.
0: Yeah, something I pointed out. So spoiler time, everybody involved. You know, tune out for a minute or so. I like how I just kind of, like, basically tell people, sorry, this is gonna be a spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. We spoil all the time. Fuck it. SGU ended in 2009. People have had time. To know this stuff. Anyway, in Stargate Universe, you know, as you know, shit happens, things evolve. Every, SG1 even has very guilty of, you know, retconning oh, shit. Yeah, as, yeah. I'm not really complaining. It just kind of cracks me up how it happens because the retconning goes through shows as it does, you know, blah, blah, blah. And by uh, its iteration in SGU, it's destiny has its own address that no matter where it is parked, that is its address. It has an, uh, one extra additional symbol <laughs> because it's super far away. But apparently, that's just you know relative, which actually we kind of, that does make sense actually in terms of like how distance really at that yeah. point really works. Um, so no matter how far away it's parked, no matter how many galaxies extra it goes, no matter no matter where it ends up being parked, its address is this one address. And what's really extra annoying about it is like the plot device that um uh, starts the uh, pilot is. There's a secret involved about mm-hmm. why they can't get to it. And the thing that solves it is it has to be a very static mm. address. Yeah. Can't change. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of like the antithesis of how this works. Yeah. But. By this point, qu- it's been retconned enough that you just don't question it. Hell, I I'd been watching the show faithfully for years. By then, I didn't even mm-hmm. <laughs> even question it because I had gone through the um you know years of conditioning of retconning that SGA had slowly put me through to get to this point. So fuck it.
1: You know, I just realized something because mm-hmm. I was about to point out that like yeah, that doesn't make any sense for it to have a fixed address when the entire point. Introduced in the movie of how the addresses work is that each of those symbols represents a point in space that creates a three D cube exactly. around the location that you're going to, and the final one is the place that you're leaving from. Right. Here's the thing I just realized because of, I was thinking about that while you were talking. They
0: should have been able to dial back home. Well, to be fair, they could. They just didn't have power. It was all about power constraints. Just like SGA, they were. Uh, they it wasn't like... power. It was the address change yeah. on the ship. Oh, sorry. This ship. No, sorry, I'm, yeah, I was, I'm talking, talking about, about Destiny. This. Sorry, no. I'm talking about Stargate. I don't know about Stargate Universe. Starget. I haven't seen it yet. Well, to be fair, I was thinking. Something, I didn't say I wasn't wrong, did I? <laughs> no, I'm saying.
1: Although I'm making an assumption about this here, mm-hmm. so it might. But from what little Daniel explained to us about the addresses and how they work in the movie, mm-hmm. the all of the addresses, it makes sense that SG One wasn't available to dial back right. with Freddy. Right. SG One is still in the same location. All of the symbols to dial back to SG-1 remain the same.
0: Oh, to get to where they are. Yeah. And the symbol of where they are, unless... Because the symbol of... Here's the thing. I can't remember. how they get to where, they... where the, the ship was planted? Because are you telling me that ship was planted there consistently this entire fucking time for it to have one static address? Because it said it was attuned to that one planet.
1: Well, that's so because it they had a... every time. That's because they had a warning
0: from another race, so they knew right, it was okay. coming from that location, okay, cool, and I assume cool. that planet is, like, their war... Stop, stop. Yeah. Actually, that's right, because um, SGA actually elaborates on that, too, is that, um, uh, for example, the Wraith have uh, limited uh, hyperdrive, so they have to stop for, like, rest periods, mm-hmm. and it has to be at these locations. Yeah. So it could be, like, preset set Yeah. Spot. That actually does make sense. But, but what so, I'm thinking that's, that's about still... with the
1: address is that, like, so you've got you've got the six that create the cube around mm-hmm. the place you want to go to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. No okay. matter where you are in the world, those six are. If you're going back right, to SG1, right? Because the well, yeah. just fits inside. That. If you're going back to SG1, the same location every time. Doesn't matter where you're coming from. When you say get to
0: SG1, do you mean their current location or to Earth? Going to Earth. Okay, gotcha. We're going to Earth.
1: Oh, I said SG1. Sorry, yeah. SGA. So if you're command, trying to S-G-C? get back to Earth, yes. SGC. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's okay. We're good.
0: There's a lot of <laughs> There's letters. There's so many letters. No, you're good. I just want to make yeah. sure that no, I No, I
1: appreciate that. Yeah, good, good. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to get back to SGC, it doesn't matter where you're coming from, the six symbols that point out where you're going to mm-hmm. will remain the same because SGC isn't moving. Right. In space, those six that triangulate, mm-hmm. not triangulate, cube, whatever, I mean, you know. Make the spot. <laughs> cube that in that a that triangulation that that form. That pinpoint it. Yeah. Pinpoint where it is. SGC is not moving. So those six symbols stay the same. The only thing that changes is the symbol for getting back home. The point of origin? uh, Yeah, the point of origin from where you're leaving. Right. The point
0: of origin, well, maybe. That's the thing. It depends. Does the point of origin attune to the gate or the location? So here's the thing. That's a huge spoiler moment I'm going to say right now. I don't know what their original intention was. I don't know what episodes of SG-1 will later say, or SGA will they say. They won't. They won't talk thing. about it. We're talking yeah. about this
1: way more than they ever yeah, will. Yeah, because,
0: well, you never know. Throw away lines around it. I can't remember specific details ever being uttered. Because, But here's what I do know but for in a fact. SGU, it and becomes SGU, the it gate, not location. It is officially established that it is not necessarily... Um, dependent on where you physically are in your location because the way they actually can get to destinies it turns out the only way the address works is that point of origin has to be earth so that's the thing because the ancients didn't think of another planet being the source when they made the address and for some fucking reason that they retcon in there that they yada yada mm-hmm. it works but yeah so it turns out you can dial from a completely different planet entirely and use that point of origin for some fucking reason and it'll still get you there because it's because it's all about Running that, I'm guessing it's like a translated program at that mm-hmm.
1: point. Here's the thing, though. Yeah, here's the thing. And I'm, I I can almost guarantee you, SG-1 at least, will never talk about this to answer this question. Actually, 100% comes down to how the ancients made the technology. Mm-hmm. Does, Does the point of origin connect to the gate or the point in space that you are? Because theoretically, it could be either. Right. Because you're powering it through the gate. So the point of origin being attached to the gate makes sense. But also, it is space travel, so it also makes sense that it could be attached to the location. So I'm not
0: I, I think it has to be that it has to be not the gate, specifically because we do know for a fact this gate does not survive and they end up using the Russian gate instead. And yet address for Earth remains the same. Oh yeah,
1: because when they were dialing mm-hmm. when when and the and S- okay, so it is location. too uh, well, no, I'm uh, thinking of um I'm thinking of when um Sam and, and Jack accidentally mm-hmm. went through the, the, the what's going to be the Russian gate mm-hmm. they were trying to dial back home but they were getting a busy signal because they were so it is it is location not gate
0: yeah yeah for example like this kind of helps it a little bit too and um Strang- okay Atlantis. so it's fine okay yeah. so
1: it works that the gate doesn't work I was I was about to be like it doesn't make any sense yeah. they should be able to no. dial home
0: no because to help you out this a little bit too in starting Atlantis they um has to uh because by then, Stargate had kind of established the idea of sh- seed ships, mm-hmm. the, the, the things that had put all these gates out there, yeah. because people couldn't have done all that. No,
1: no, absolutely not.
0: So automated ships had to be pay, mm-hmm. play a part. So there's space gates in SGA, and they have to—they um, need them for something, so they decide to start harvesting them, and they make a point of talking about how they uh, gate to all these addresses. They make sure that if it's, that it's in um, a planet with nobody, nobody, nothing, not going to affect anybody, yeah. when that now address becomes not a thing anymore, because they now take the gate. Yeah. So the address technically is still there mm-hmm. if you put another gate there, yeah, yeah, because the address doesn't go away because the location of the planet that's still there just because a tree falls in the forest and there's no one to hear doesn't mean it doesn't make a sound. Mm-hmm. And the plant's still there; it still exists; it's still an address. There's just nothing there All to right. receive it. No, that okay.
1: If it, it if it is the location space, not the gate, then this makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, no, shoot, no issues. Like you said, later on it makes weird, but maybe I'll be able to come up with a weird explanation for why that works in SGU when I get there. there I'll try. Go. I right. always like doing that shit. Right. So we'll, right. I'll see. Okay, so after that 50 million year long discussion on how the gates work, hey, you know, at least it was when kind we think about waited. it more than the show does. <laughs> okay, so back on the ship, because like I said, went to SG, uh, SGC, they tried to dial through to follow, didn't work. And they're like, well, shit. <laughs> yep. Guess we're fucked. <laughs> yeah. We, we tried to help. <laughs> I do like, in that moment, though, when he's trying to send Freddy back through, he's like, basically he's like, hey, officially, you're being sent through to bring them back for court-martial. <laughs> really? We just want them back alive. Asking but if for anyone a friend, asks...
0: save their lives. <laughs> okay. Asking for a friend, save their lives, please. So, uh, back on the ship,
1: Jaffa spots Jack. Jack makes a little stupid comment about, hey, where's the bathroom at?
0: You know, because that always
1: works. Yeah. And then ducks before they can shoot him. And in the meantime, with the distraction, Teal'c shoots them. And then shoots them again. And then shoots them the
0: third time. And they disappear. (laughs) And the next gun of convenience moment comes about when uh, Teal'c happens to reveal that, oh yeah, by the way, shot number three disappears it. To which, Jack even goes, you didn't think to mention it until now? And my smart-ass response there, of course, is, of course he didn't mention it until now. The writers didn't know they were going to do that until right now. Of course not. They were six pages after and going, shit, we've already already written ourselves into another corner. Whoopsie.
1: So, uh, they have that little discussion... And then more Jaffa start to march by, so they hide behind, like, another hidden fucking door. I don't know why all of the doors in this ship are hidden walls. I don't understand it's that. It's because,
0: secretly, they really, really, really want to have a constant game of scavenger hunt going sure. on. Sure. Like Or um, uh, Marco, Marco Polo. But there is actually a pretty nice shot where, like, you see the Jaffa, you
1: see the team hiding behind some pillars. Right. It goes back to the Jaffa, it goes back to where they were hiding, and you don't see them anymore. But you see... The wall that they were standing in front of, slightly
0: split open, separated just by a little dagger. Knife blade, just holding that open. And it was all one take. And it was like, it wasn't, yeah, super long or anything, but who cares? It was just longer than some, longer than an average Michael Bay shot. So then you see that they escape through another hidden wall.
1: And we're hiding over there to watch. And then I, I do enjoy that they watch the Jafal walk by and then turn around and realize they've walked into... They've hidden in, like, the
0: the landing area for, like, preparing all of the Hatak uh, attack vessels. Which, by the way, I just love these moments that point out how uh, little awareness these uh, military types have. Like, granted, I know you were distracted and I know you were focused on something, but I feel like this is still something they cover in basic training you know enter a room and have that <laughs> check uh, the back general idea of what you're walking into before you just completely ignore what's behind you like what the hell? because
1: there was activity happening in yes, that exactly. room there's, there's... they were
0: preparing the ships to like go launch an attack they were loading them up and stuff what it is is that somebody really liked the idea of that shot however there was no time or whatever to write them being in a different room they mm-hmm. needed to be in that place And somebody said, well, the two scenes are just going to have to happen together. And somebody might have said, um, but. And the rest just said, that thing that Michael Bay tends to say when somebody points out a problem, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) And we moved on. We're going to Michael Bay from now on. Every time we we need to move on. I'm doing this. This is happening.
1: So they're, like, looking at all these vessels getting prepared for, like, an attack. And they're like, wait. Okay, we knew they were going to go attack Earth, obviously. But they're, like, preparing to attack us, obviously. Sam points out that by her estimates of how fast this ship will travel, it will take
0: them a year to get to Earth. Just remember that. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's not, okay. I know, again, I'm not saying that I'm not probably still using a bit of hindsight here. You know, but here's the thing. She says that, and yet they just saw these guys actively preparing right now. No, I know. For an invasion. And she says this with utter confidence as if these two things are not, not gonna work. Yeah,
1: that's the silly thing because, like, she mentions it because it's obvious they're preparing to attack Earth. Right. But it's like, if,
0: if it's really gonna take them a year, why would they be preparing this right now? <laughs> cool, and they're gonna be just, you know, eating and shitting in those little tiny cockpits cock- 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 right there. To be, be fair, no
1: one's loading in them yet. That's not, that's okay, not this fine, scene.
0: fine, fine, But why Raise are they the has now? not shown up.
1: They're just, like, getting gear in them and stuff. It just seems like they're getting a little no, ahead you're right. of themselves. You're
0: absolutely right. Based on her math. So I feel like this is the moment where she goes, based on what, blah, 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 this is what it should be. However. Hmm. So basically, the, the tail
1: end of the Jaffa that they hid behind marching down the hallways passes by and they're like, hey, this seems like a little parade. Let's follow them. Find out what's going on. This is probably important. So they follow them back to the room that had the sarcophagus in it that they found, and the sphere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Apophis appears on the sphere. And there was a great moment when we were watching it, and I was trying to take my notes. Where I'm like, "Hey, what's his name again?" <laughs> I know. She's like,
0: "She's like, this is wild. I can't remember his name." And I'm like, "Over like Apophis." Like I the- kept
1: thinking Anubis,
0: and I knew Anubis to be fair, was wrong when you overthink simple things. Mm-hmm. So I said my my first thought was Apophis, and I went. <laughs> so, like, looked over apophis so apophis <laughs> because it's like oh shit is he yeah so you're good because I did there not say know. that with any confidence because I had sh- I had shit all confidence
1: all okay, right so apophis appears on the sphere and starts talking to the assembled Java. Basically about how hey we're gonna attack Earth blah blah, blah, blah. you know the the, the, little. the standard villain yeah the, the little monologue yeah. of
0: you know of conquest the <laughs>
1: same stuff we wanted to skip through at the end of yeah. of Realm Reborn bad guy speech number three yeah we're we're done we're tired it, it doesn't matter it's it's necessary for the scene but it doesn't matter to
0: quote Rick from uh, Rick and Morty jeez what a monologue monologueist. <laughs>
1: There we go. So he's talking to them on the sphere and then while he's talking he introduces his quote unquote son. And the sarcophagus opens and it's Chlorel
0: in the body of Scara god's awful wig just oh my god the worst wig granted i know it's because we're looking at like actually it's not the worst wig one of the retinue
1: had the worst yeah well
0: to be fair she was in the shot for like three seconds this guy had a lot of fucking close ups for close-ups for this 99 cent wig it's fine though he acted his ass off at all of them so just difference in budgets because like we were you know we watched a little Mm -hmm. feature of the costumes and it showed what his hair looked like in the first episode i'm like see the difference (laughs) yeah
1: Basically, they're like, hey, I'm not on this ship right now, so uh, you're gonna rely on my son for orders. Yep. And so Scotta
0: slash Chlorel is in charge. Yeah. Once once this is all over, I'll come out of the shadows, otherwise you're disposable as hell. Exactly. Bye. If shit goes wrong, I don't want to be there for it.
1: Bye! Bye! The team splits up at this point. Sam and Daniel are supposed to
0: go plant C4 around the ship, mm-hmm. while Teal and Jack are gonna try and get Scotta back. Sam and Jack have a cool emotional not emotional but a good moment of communication silent communication with the c4 where they both just establish that they're gonna be probably dying
1: yeah they're basically like hey we might have to blow this with us on it we don't have any escape route right now it's like all right and they move on Mm -hmm. it's
0: like all right cool it's a great moment yeah again with that character and the c4
1: issue comes back up later with between sam and uh, daniel there you go this is the the writing in this they do a lot of going back to things Mm -hmm. they brought up earlier it's nice
0: Again, I reiterate, I'd be that person in the background with the, with the brick of C4 who's just like, uh, fuck shit. No one saw <laughs> so me you'd be the Daniel. Drop
1: explosive. <laughs> just tuck that back in. But yeah. So, so you'd be Daniel. I, I, guess,
0: I guess we're already establishing who I am this episode. Cool. Because i definitely <laughs> want Jack in this episode. I would have fucking shot. Um, yeah, right? Okay, so let's go.
1: Sam and Daniel go plant C4 around the place. Teal'c and Jack go and grab Skara and actually do a pretty neat job of grabbing him pretty quickly.
0: Yeah. Sneak, Granted sneak there back. were only like what, two guards on him. Right. Something like that. You know. To be fair they thought they were alone on their own ship.
1: Yeah. That's fair. They didn't know anyone came through because for some reason they don't have any sort of alert on power surges yeah. going to the yeah, game. Which
0: I question every single time, but I've gotten over this. It's been yeah. it's been decades. I'm over it. Whatever, moving on.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, Sam and Daniel plant C four on the attack vessels. Which is a fun little scene because she's like, "Well, they've got to be powered by some sort of fuel, right? That's usually incendiary."
0: <laughs> she's Not
1: wrong. No, it's it's gen, it's genuine reasoning, but it's like I like how a lot every single thing she said was
0: probably. <laughs> right, just like a whole lot of, I don't know, but blowing shit up tends to work. <laughs> and there's a, there's a scene we had to rewind
1: because you pointed this out, I'm like, wait, this happened? What? This is the scene where as they're talking about, like, planning C4 and everything, Daniel grabs his glasses, which has apparently yeah. been on the collar of his shirt the whole time. For I haven't some fucking them. reason. You though he's wearing contacts yeah, in the he, episode. He has to be wearing contacts because he came through in the Night
0: vision goggles. Yeah, and he has those been white. walking around yeah. without. Glasses he has not the worn them time. once, which is why I was really confused as to why the fuck there yeah. was like those can't be his glasses. He hasn't worn them this entire time, but those those are definitely his glasses. Yeah. So yeah, he had them on his collar and his shirt the whole time, and all of a sudden, for some fucking reason, as they're talking, yeah, go on. He picks them off his collar and tucks them in a pocket on his shirt. What the. I, there has to be a deleted scene or something. There has to be. There has to be some, there has to be some, some continuity that we lost there. Like, I'm, I'm, I have to accept this, because otherwise it's just so weirdly fucking random. Like, what the fuck the why? So, yeah. And it also,
1: it, the only thing I can think is that, like, there's a scene where he put them on for a little bit. But, like, if that's the case, I have to hope that the reason it was pulled out of the, of the filming was
0: because someone pointed out He's wearing contacts. Why would he put his glasses on? That wouldn't help. (laughs) Honestly, all I can think is that for some reason the scene was supposed to have him pull them out and because it's, like, far away he's supposed to put them on. Yeah, but it wouldn't help when he's wearing contacts. But here's the thing. You know, I don't actually remember specifically a scene of them saying for sure that he has the contacts. Maybe he just had to suck it up for the the goggles. There's no way they would have put him in a combat situation. I'm not saying this makes sense. I'm just saying it's the only thing I can think of is that for some fucking reason there was originally a scene that had him doing that but it didn't make sense, so he pulls them, uh, takes them out of his collar, then goes, wait, that doesn't go, and then just tucks them away <laughs> instead. And it just becomes the thing, and for some reason, that's the shot they used. I don't know. That's all I can I think is, know. that's, I, I, all I can think is that's my, that's just Michael Shanks going, I don't yeah, like these. <laughs> this is, this is the scene where I'm supposed to, and I'm supposed to, wait, that doesn't make any sense, put this in the pocket. Right. Shit, I have contacts in. Let's go! <laughs> Here's the thing. I can't imagine. Like, uh,
1: I don't have any vision problems, so I'm making an assumption here. I can't imagine having bad vision and then wearing night vision goggles. I feel like that would be horrible.
0: Here's the thing. It would be exactly the same as vision, except now with tint. It'd just be still blurry, still shitty. It wouldn't be doing the focusing for you, Yeah, but
1: the tint is only, like, two shades, so, like, you don't even have as much of, like, that's distinction exactly. between... Yeah, no, I'm, I'm
0: assuming it'd be worse.
1: Yeah, I'm that's what I'm it's, saying. I can't I'm assuming assuming it's imagine just...
0: having ban- bad vision without contacts on wearing those. I'm assuming it's just being really extra blind, except this time you gonna at least know when there's a vague orangey thing coming towards you. You know it's better than nothing. Yeah. Like you don't need to have. Or you, to <laughs> or you could wear contacts. You could wear contacts and not bring your fucking glasses for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so we had to rewind to see that because I was like, "What Wait, is what? going on there?" Yeah, I was really confused, and that was yeah. Those are those those are his glasses. Okay, cool. <sighs> uh, but yeah, then we go back to Jack and Teal and
1: uh, Scotta, and Jack threatens Chlorel to let Scotta out, and has there's a good little I don't remember his exact wording, but basically he. He more or less outlines that, hey, Scotta. Oh, he says he's a tough kid about Scotta. Yeah. Because Chloral's basically like, if you threaten me, you're threatening to hurt your, your right. friend, or, too. Yeah. He's gone. Or and whatever, Jack's whatever. only response with, like, just, you know, flat, like, determined expression is, he's a tough kid. Because he knows that Scotta would understand. Yep.
0: But yeah, after futile attempt number three to uh, get Scar to Scar to come out, he resorts to he shoots to, him. Yeah, that? Resorts to gun of convenience, mm-hmm. which is because a fucking um, the whole reason this Zach came into being is because we needed to find a way to get to be able to harm Chlorel without, without killing, harming yeah. um, Scara, and those uh, you know the staff weapons don't do that. Yeah, they leave big old burn. So all of a sudden. Oh, yeah, that's right. Stun is an option. Yeah, he shoots him once, and Scotta
1: comes out and starts apologizing and starts trying to warn him about the attack on Earth. He says,
0: will you forgive me for what we're about to do, basically. I forgot how you phrased it, but you said this. Of course, you wouldn't do it this way. You don't have. And you said something that was accurate. I just can't remember what it was. You don't
1: let emotions distract you. Or, or there's, like, no emotional attachment
0: or some shit like that. Yeah. Something
1: like that. Basically, emotional
0: context. There we go, yeah. For me, it's okay. So like, I always just think, like, okay, I'm sorry, but if you want to be forgiven, you know what you would do is, okay, cool, I have, like, ten seconds. Tell This everything. is what's going to happen. Yeah. He's coming from this direction. I'd give as much information exactly. as I possibly could. not we just keep going, would you forgive me? For what I'm about to, to do. It's like, oh my fucking Christ. Right, yeah. You know what? Just for that, no. <laughs> <laughs> just for wasting your only opportunity to be useful, no. Fuck you. Jesus Christ, dude. You had one chance, man. So they're distracted, talking to Skata, and to
1: come and capture them. Duh. Because he's the leader of the ship. Obviously, people
0: are going to be keeping an eye on him. And, you know, they've also just been blatantly making a shit ton of noise and mm-hmm. shit and all that crap and I, I like how this is what catches attention and probably the discharge of a weapon for some fucking reason the gate doesn't do it but this does it anyway it, oh. they're, they're captured so they
1: get captured then we go back to sam and daniel who are planning c4 on the gate as they've already proven before the gate is highly explosive nakwada yeah nakwada is incredibly explosive so that's a great place to plan c4 yeah so they're planning C four, and then the wall opens again, because Chlorel and his retinue have brought Jack and Teal clear. Because it's time for convenience, scene yeah, number three. So number they six, hide out of sight, while Chlorel brings them to show off, hey, I caught these guys invading the ship, Dad. Be proud of me, huh? Huh? Be proud of me?
0: They totally didn't kick my ass first. What? No, no,
1: nothing happened. I caught them. <laughs> So Apophis basically says, "Hey, um, kill the traitor in the most painful way possible for Jaffa by taking his printa, removal of his printa, mm-hmm. and then do whatever you want to kill the other one." <laughs> so they they finish that conversation with Apophis and hang up on him again.
0: Starts <laughs> <Sorry>, its <laughs> image of hanging up on him. Sorry, okay, you. love you, Dad. Bye. Bye. bye, 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 No, I got it, Dad. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> accidentally, I uh, slap the uh, DHD and it just hangs out. Just like, <laughs> roo, roo, roo. It's like oops! I
1: just Arr- went through a asteroid
0: field, <laughs> solar flare. <laughs> They're about to take the printer out of uh, Teal'c and Jack with, starts with, with the, the what I call the line between homage and straight up ripoff of Klingon knives. I <laughs> think, like in general, um, a lot of like the Klingon weaponry is inspired by like Moogle. Yeah, not to be fair, I'm not disagreeing yeah. with any of that. I just cracks up like that. Oh, there's the moment that Stargate went and rip off.
1: <laughs> yeah, so so they're about to do that, and Jack's like trying to talk Scotta, to to Scott through Chlorel. like, "Hey, don't do this. You can stop this." Blah, blah blah blah. And he actually does seem to get through to him a little bit because he stops the removal and says, "Hey, we're gonna take him here," basically to like brag to like brag about what they're about to do. They take him to another place where you see like a window of the outside or whatever. and there's Bad a little, guy, layer room. Yeah, there's a little globe thing on a pedestal that one of the Jafar puts their hand on. And once again, Tilk starts to be like,
0: O'Neil, you should... Br- <laughs> and once again, demonstrates demonstrates his ability to watch the opportunity to just say brace go,
1: go flashing right by. right by.
0: Just like the bodies of all of his coworkers as they just... Foom.
1: Because we have rapid
0: deceleration... And Jack goes flying forward. I enjoy the concept of these ships not having inertial dampeners for some fucking reason. They've mastered, <laughs> Probably just because they're assholes.
1: Let's they've be mastered, real.
0: mastered faster than light, but not the ability to break with cushions. No,
1: no. Why would you do that?
0: Because cushions.
1: <laughs> Especially because no one else is going to know that they're slowing <laughs> down at that moment. What happens if you do the bathroom? And th- what happens if you're taking your shit? to <laughs> you fall throughout that ship got thrown forward because. Duke had that warning because they saw that guy, like, put his hand down on that thing. And when the acceleration happened, there was even uh, the sound warning. Everyone has warning for that. Nobody else on the ship had warning about the deceleration. How many people just went flying forward on that ship? You're still thinking about going...
0: (laughs) <laughs> i'm not talking about all these situations there's so many like what happens if you're sleeping and like all of a sudden you just dude what happens if you're fucking oh god like what happens if you're eating and all of a sudden your spoons and your eyeball like god man jesus christ there's so many what happens if you're moving a? what happens if you're removing a primta and all of a sudden there's a rapid deceleration that all night all i can <laughs> is hope all
1: i can hope just stab that... a god all you can know hope is that it was an agreed-upon time when deceleration was going to happen. So everyone on the ship knew. How? There's brace. no timekeeping devices anywhere on that ship. We don't know. We, even say- we don't know how gold to keep time. I don't know. Anyway, so moving on. <laughs> so yeah, Jack gets thrown forward again. Um, because again, no one said brace. And they realize as they finish decelerating... Uh, that Saturn has started to appear in the window. They're just starting to go past Saturn. See, that's
0: an homage mm-hmm. to next-gen.
1: That's yeah. how you style
0: that line, while being respectful.
1: And we realized that Sam's estimate <laughs> no, on how respectful. long it would take to travel to Earth was incredibly wrong.
0: Which, okay, one second, I have it I have it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, somebody like of the math... Mass- yeah, literally, f- it was... Okay, so here's the thing. There was, like, two things. One second. One second. Assuming that Captain Carter's... Estimate at, of the length of the trip at 10 light years is correct, and very generously assuming that SG 1 spent 6 hours on the ship during the episode. That would mean that a good has Hazak go is capable of speeds up to at least 14,600 times speed of light. Possibly, actually, up to 87,600 times the speed of light if the trip only lasted an hour. As it did for us, the audience.
1: It definitely didn't only last an hour.
0: So, six hours. Very generously giving them extra time to six hours. 14,600 I think six hours times.
1: is pretty reasonable, especially because, um... Oh, when they were... I, we skipped past this. Um, when they were putting the C4 on the gate, Sam and Daniel started to have a discussion about the C4, and Daniel seems to realize, hey, one of us would have to be... have to stay on the ship to trigger the C4. Mm-hmm. And then Sam says, "Well, I'm also putting a timer on just in case." Right. But like, there's again more real, more process, thought process about the C four and how it's gonna work. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, meanwhile, back at SGC, they have noticed the ship approaching, and they're like, "Well, shit, Daniel's right. At least he's not here to see it." <laughs> yeah. Like, oh
0: shit! I guess we're all gonna die now. Whoopsie. We'll get guess- what we can. I guess God's gonna let shit happen after all. Darn! What a shame. It's not like you'd let the dinosaurs die or anything.
1: Well, if you go by Animorphs, Tobias, let the dinosaurs die. <laughs> okay, so moving K-T on. the Expansionist. Back to the ship. Back to the ship, Sam and Daniel rescue Jack and Teal. And in the fight that's going on,
0: in which case Daniel is two-handing a gun. Yeah, I just, I guess, like I said, oh, okay, okay, so, what was my, oh, there he is. Sudden Lara Croft skills are sudden. Like, when was... When, where's the real of him learning, like, at least Torch would have decency to throw together a, a one and a half minute montage of Jack teaching Welsh lady how to shoot with both hands. Yeah, there it is. Um, Welsh lady, fuck it. My whole point is all of a sudden he's just, you know, two handed like a fucking master and then he's like literally like, re- reload, damn, bam, he like, he literally at one point literally... Takes both butts of the gun and like slaps some guy in the temples with like hi ya wah bam and like ducks down all like commando style. I'm like, what the fuck happened to you here? This is like somebody snorting a line of coke before doing like, a game of laser tag. Like, that's, what happened? Like, Jack. dun 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 that's Jack being an overprotective <laughs> daddy and being like, <laughs> if you're coming out on the field, you're getting training. It felt like we just didn't see any of it. It felt like what William Shatner thought he looked like during his scene. All I can think is like every time
1: Daniel went missing on a new planet, when he came back, Jack's like more training. <laughs> okay, so yeah, they get they get him back, but during the fight, Chlorel manages to get a hold of Daniel and starts doing the hand gym attack thing on him—the mm-hmm. thing that like fucks up your brain,
0: right? Because you know, it's fine, just more melting.
1: And there's a dramatic of, of Jack being like, it's gotta stop, stop, don't do it, stop. And like, just like, and, and Teal's like, you just take the shot, O'Neal. Well, he's screaming, doing <laughs> screaming,
0: or you could shoot Teal'c. You have a literal fucking gun in your hand. You have a Zat. You know, that thing that stuns. You know, you could solve this no, problem without no killing him. Because, because he would really kill him, because it would have been the second shot. Okay. Okay, here's the thing. We've actually... We don't talk I, about I've it. I've asked this before. That's so loud. I'm yeah. not so much fun editing that. Anyway, mm-hmm. I've actually asked this before. Like, what's the duration of time between shots before it becomes a one shot again? Like, is like does like 18 hours pass or something and all of a sudden your body's calmed down enough that if you get shot again, it doesn't count as a second shot anymore? Because you can't just get stunned once for your entire life, I you? don't...
1: No, no, no. Uh-huh. There is There is a time.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know how long it is or if if, i don't know if they actually go into it but i can tell you if they do it will be during the episode where they're doing the training game with the new kids at sgc Mm -hmm. because i distinctly remember a part where because part of the whole training thing was figuring out which one of them was the disguised
0: gold yeah and daniel's defense for why you couldn't shoot him was because he'd already been shot once before okay cool i give you a second option here Mr. Uh, tactical Commander can also just you know sidestep real quick and shoot Daniel. True, you could have done that. That'll get him out of that. That'll get him down. At least get him away from Brain Melty for a, long enough to disturb that connection. Then giving them a time to at least we a, don't know if there moment, wouldn't be a, window a terrible, to do something. bad reaction between we that You Don't know that, that Daniel. You don't know do you that.
1: I. I I just wait, no. I'm not. I'm not saying that's the answer. But I'm saying mm, if anyone would know that you cannot combine those two, it would be Teal, mm, because he knew about Zats and he knows about those hand gems. Mm, I'm not saying that's the answer, but I mm, and I will be keeping an eye out for the this training is the sound day episode. of this is
0: the sound of I can't poke a hole in it. Yeah. So fine, but mm. <laughs> and I will. Anyway, I distinctly yeah. will be
1: paying attention to see if they cool. actually talk about yeah. the time limit for the Zats, and because if they talk about it anywhere, it's going to be in the training. Yeah. episode I mean, I
0: could also just look this up at some point before. I
1: love go. that episode. I can't wait for that one. <laughs>
0: I love how you love this one. I loathe that episode. I love
1: it because Daniel gets to be a little shithead in it. <sighs>
0: I hate that episode. It's a filler episode at best. Anyway, moving no, on. No, it is,
1: but I love Daniel in it. <laughs> because he's being a little, he gets to be evil. It's fun. He's having fun.
0: Yeah, I, I just, I don't get, I don't get art. It's fine. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> I don't think it's art.
1: <laughs> it's just goofy. Okay, but yeah, so finally, like, there's a whole tense standoff as Daniel's brain is getting fucked to hell and back. Right, just, you know, stupefied. It's fine. It's the third time this has happened to him in one season. It's just massive frontal lobe
0: damage, it's fine.
1: It's gonna happen at least two more times. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Just uh, finally
0: Jack gives in and shoots him. With a real gun. Not a zap gun. Yep. Also could've shot him in the hand or something, but sure. Shot him in the chest. Yeah. So uh
1: he's on the ground, everyone's like trying to recover from that fight, and then they look up in, in the
0: window, Earth is starting to show up. Dramatic uh, death scene for Chlorel. Oh yeah. Sorry yeah. for Ascara. Uh, Scara. Yeah. But that was, like, oh yeah, super, he does have bad. a little goodbye with A little Jack. goodbye yeah. death scene that turns out to not be his death scene because... Uh, they have a sarcophagus on the ship. It's yeah. a really easy solution. Yeah. No, it does not make sense. It's just funny. Daniel <laughs> It does not funny. Sade's death in the movie by being like, there's a sarcophagus It does not make sense. It's just funny. No, I get it. Yeah. I love it. I love whenever they're like, oh,
1: shit. But yeah, so that's like the last shot is that you see through them looking through the window and you see Earth getting closer and closer. And then we go to the outside and you see them through the window and... And the camera just keeps panning back further and further, and you see how massive the ship they are on it, on yeah. is, and it's just like, and that's how it closes.
0: Yep. Yeah. Oh, and you see one more ship in the background too, implying there's at least one oh yeah, more. there's a fleet. At least one more.
1: Mm-hmm. I think but there was two other, to be honest.
0: I only was paying attention to one.
1: I think there was at least two others, but it's fine. Yeah. Well, we know. Well, we know. Apophis has beyond one of them. Mm-hmm.
0: So fuck it. Who cares?
1: Yeah. So more there's than one. at least two. One with Chlorella and one with Apophis. Cool. Yeah. So that's how
0: it ends. Dun 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 dun. So
1: yeah, you've got that huge fucking cliffhanger. So, uh with that being done, we're going to go over uh the death tally. Yep. Chlorel died, but he's not on the team.
0: Chlorel died until retconning Conning in season two.
1: Yeah, well he's dead now. As of this moment, he is yeah. dead. But he's not on the team. De- Chlorel so... and Scara.
0: Slash Scara. Oh, yeah, yeah. Two people died today.
1: So no death tallies. Uh we have oh,
0: are we? Are, are are you a Jack or a Daniel for this episode? Oh, fuck no, I'm not a Jack. <laughs> I am so a Daniel here. I'm not sure how. So like, there's something really about Daniel that screamed out to me. Like, to be fair, like I would attempt to be like super stealthy, awesome, but I'd probably you know be failing. Um, and I'm just I'm just very much not Jack in this because I would not be doing that thing that Jack did. I'd be like, well, sorry, dude, but I'd like to save you know the billions of people on Earth. So bye. Like, sorry, but you're dead, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I have to agree with you on
1: that because in the, again, sorry, another tangent. Um, again, I'll be very quick with it. I, I texted you about this when I was when I was listening to uh Scorpio Rising. The audiobook for Scorpio Rising, and I texted you at one point, like, I don't care that she's a civilian. She's working in a prison that is so high stakes that it's not even known to exist. Mm-hmm. You let her die instead of letting this person out. Right. Because yeah. his excuse was oh I can't let him kill this psychologist. He's a civilian. She came into this job. She knew the fucking yeah, risks. Yeah. It's like
0: sorry black site shit. This is not, this is not a hard problem. This is not an issue for the government. Okay. This is not a problem. Here. You let her die. of yeah. the fucking many. She was the idiot who went outside with him
1: alone anyway. So yeah. it's her fucking fault. I don't care. So like yeah. Death a misadventure. Sorry. I'm a
0: daniel because I would have been like well okay you're dead. Bye. Bye. Sorry. I'm not saying it doesn't suck. I'm yeah. just saying that's not the issue. The issue is the other thing, you know, that whole eradication mm-hmm. of all of those people. But again, Sorry. it's the thing where
1: we don't have the emotional context. <laughs> yeah, well, it's
0: probably reason why we're not the people giving guns. I wouldn't want a gun anyway. Right? That's probably why we're not giving guns. They're like, oh god, these people would actually think before they pull the trigger. <laughs> Shit.
1: But yeah, so I guess we're both Daniels for this episode. Cool. Uh oh. Uh, so are we giving this a thumbs up, thumbs down, or thumbs ambivalent?
0: I will say thumbs up because... Genuinely, I'm pretty sure all of my ambivalence towards it is just because I've seen it so fucking many times. i have to And agree. I've seen versions of this kind of storyline so many fucking times. Mm-hmm. It was nothing new to me, but that is not the episode's fault. And it was not badly done. And I genuinely remember once upon a time watching this and going like, ooh, I wonder mm-hmm. what's going on. So fuck it. Thumbs yeah. up.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to agree with you. Nine-year-old me gave it a thumbs up. I think all of the background and continuity stuff they do in this, aside from the weird glasses moment, mm-hmm. which is probably just a scene got cut, I think all of the background stuff is really good in this. It's some attention to detail with, like, not spinning a whole scene on a thing that can be happening in the background. I appreciate that. It's trusting the audience to have some intelligence. Mm -hmm. And I will also say, like, I think a lot of the ambivalence comes from the fact that I think this episode is stronger when you immediately watch the... First episode of uh, season yeah, two. Yeah, I think it's stronger with them right next to each other. And like, like I said before, I get why they made it a big part one of part two with a huge cliffhanger because they wanted it to be renewed. Right, exactly.
0: I understand. It's still you a good stand episode. by what you see. Yeah, yeah. The two things can exist mm-hmm. at the same time. I get you, and I, I, I agree. So
1: yeah. So, so yeah. we're giving it a thumbs up.
0: Definitely. So
1: uh, in that case, next week's episode is going to open season two, and it is going to be the. Final part of this two-parter called uh, "The Serpent Slayer." Damn. Very original name. Mm-hmm. I don't think their naming conventions are usually yeah. that fantastic or amazing. It's
0: l- cool. It's fine. It gets, it, it gets the job across, you know. Done. Who Enemy. Like <laughs> yeah. So <some>, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: fine. If you want to get hold of us, you can find me on Twitter at it's Mel not Liz and Liz at it's Liz not Mel, or our podcast Twitter at Point of Origin PC. You can also email us at pointoforigincast at gmail.com or write something on the side of a tissue box and toss it through the nearest wormhole.
0: And this time, we'll actually be around to get it. Oh my god, what a concept. <laughs> you can find links to the things we talked about during the show in the show notes. And if you like this show, please don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Even if that review is, wow, assholes, way to go away, uh, away for six months. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, as always... Just not even as always, just thank you at this point because for sticking Jesus, around, it's like as always doesn't kind of cut it. No, as always does not, <laughs> like, it's so nonchalant right it's now. so nonchalant, like, hey, as if this is a casual thing. Anyway, Thanks so for staying, still being
1: here, right? Like,
0: duh. Anyway. Or for any new people who right? have come back with our reemergence, right? There we go. For all of the above, thank you for joining us on our incursion through the iris this week, and until next time.